Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bishop Sycamore has gained national attention over the last 10 days for all the wrong reasons. Instead of being the elite-level football powerhouse it dreams of being, it's been exposed as, in a lot of ways, a fraud. This version of the story starts with a 58 to nothing loss to IMG Academy on ESPN just over a week ago on August 29th. But the Bishop Sycamore saga really dates back to at least 2018 with the previous iteration of the program known as Christians of Faith Academy. Let's start at the beginning. COF Academy was an online charter school set up to play football and give kids from disadvantaged backgrounds a chance to improve their grades, improve their football skills and play college football. For those of you who followed the Bishop Sycamore story, that sounds really familiar. COF was run by Roy Johnson, who was the head coach of Bishop Sycamore, until his firing by athletic director Andre Peterson after the IMG Academy loss. The downfall of COF came when the Ohio Department of Education received information that it was not actually operating as a school, went to the address listed on COF's registration paperwork, and found no one at that address had any connection to COF. But after COF fell apart, Johnson and Peterson very quickly pivoted to Bishop Sycamore in the same model with a new name. Bishop Sycamore played its first games in 2019, recording a 4-5 and five record as an affiliate of the Youth Build Community School. Youth Build is no longer associated with Bishop Sycamore, and in fact has a large banner on its website declaring its lack of connection to Bishop Sycamore. Last year, Bishop Sycamore lost every game it played, including a 56-6 loss to IMG Academy, the same team it played on ESPN last week. But it didn't really gain any attention, since almost every team that plays IMG Academy gets blown out. But this year, when Bishop Sycamore went on ESPN and was losing 30 to nothing in the second quarter, ESPN's commentators began to voice their concern about the health and safety of the players while also admitting they hadn't been able to verify Bishop Sycamore's claims that they had multiple Division I prospects on the roster. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. From there, the story exploded. People began to report that players on the roster were as old as 20 years old, that they had played a different game on Friday, only 48 hours before the game on ESPN, and that from top to bottom, Bishop Sycamore was essentially a scam. Investigations into Bishop Sycamore revealed that not only did it have few, if any, Division I caliber prospects on the roster, but many of them had graduated from high school and were playing a post-grad prep year in an attempt to get college scholarships. There's nothing wrong with taking a prep year. That's an accepted way to get a college scholarship and is totally legit, but only if you're at a legit prep school. And it pretty quickly became clear that Bishop Sycamore wasn't one of those. Dispatch reporter Bill Bush learned that only three students were enrolled in the 2020-21 school year for Bishop Sycamore, and it was operating as a non-chartered, non-tax-supported school, which is essentially a loophole in the Ohio Department of Education rules that allow organizations with deeply held religious beliefs to operate outside of the normal school rules. But there are still things they have to do, like report their enrollment to their home district and provide parents with a report of what their students are learning and how things are going 
And a spokesperson from Columbus City Schools, which would have been Bishop Sycamore's home district, said they'd never heard of them or had any contact with them. Ray Holtzclaw, whose son Judah was briefly a member of the program, told me that as far as he's aware, no one did any school at all, whether it was the prep school kids or the kids who had unenrolled from other high schools to join Bishop Sycamore. Holtzclaw also had the experience while on the camp circuit that Bishop Sycamore left multiple hotels unpaid, which fits an ongoing pattern that dates back to the COF days where they left a hotel in Delaware County unpaid. And even as recently as last week, the hotel where Bishop Sycamore stayed for the IMG Academy game in Canton reported them to the police for an invalid check of almost $3,600. Roy Johnson was fired as coach after the IMG debacle on ESPN, though he still represented the program on a nearly three-hour-long Twitter Spaces conversation last week alongside Peterson. It wasn't until after that conversation that Peterson said Johnson had been fired, which creates some questions about how involved Roy Johnson still is in the program. This week, Bishop Sycamore has a new coach, Tyron Jackson, who lists himself on Twitter as both the head coach and defensive coordinator. Jackson told NBC4 over the weekend that the program will not file paperwork with the Department of Education for this year and will not operate as a school. He said it was a mistake on paperwork that led to the school being called a school previously, but public comments from Johnson and Peterson, including last week on the Twitter Spaces conversation, stand in direct opposition to that. At this point, Bishop Sycamore is still practicing and hopes to play game this fall. The program is actively soliciting opponents on Twitter, and it remains to be seen where the saga will go from here. What's for sure, though, is that it isn't close to over. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.